0: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young man on. He goes to BYU, Brigham Young University. He's also a correspondent at campusreform.org, where I go every day. It's uh, Thomas Stevenson. Thomas, how are you? Good to see you. Doing good. Good to see you, Joe. Yeah, I, I, I told you you look familiar. So we have seen you on network television, Newsmax, Fox, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Uh, mainly that was because of the Duke and BYU story. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Absolutely. Uh, We broke that story.
0: Well, it was fake, right, Thomas? I mean, uh, the, the whole story just sort of went away, and nobody who reported that it was real is apologizing. Nobody's retracting anything. My good friend Burgess Owens at one point said that uh, this is unfair and it's wrong what happened to this girl, and I think that he jumped the gun as well. So uh, mm-hmm. am I right? Did it just go away, or did, did anybody locally in Utah say, hey, it turns out it wasn't real? Yeah,
1: so BYU ended up doing their own investigation, and they found no evidence. They didn't come outright and say that she lied. Um, I hold the possibility that maybe she misheard something, but the way that it was portrayed in media, her godmother said that it was repeated multiple times, that there, was, that there were threats. Uh, that part wouldn't have happened.
0: Well, And the thing is, uh, from what I understand, and correct me if I get this wrong, mm-hmm. the young yeah. player actually said she didn't hear it, her godmother told her that she heard it, and it was wrong that it happened, because nobody else on all the video, all the audio, mm-hmm. nobody, no other player heard this, and allegedly the godmother's one who said, no, 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 it definitely happened. Yeah, there were
1: no other witnesses to corroborate it. I mean, we did our own research when we first broke the story, but then BYU, on their investigation, interviewed over 50 students who were in the section, and there was no one else that heard this at all.
0: Amazing. And then we had other you know, teams canceling their trips to BYU. It just, the whole thing was so stupid. And again, yeah. when, when you get it wrong, you should say, we got it wrong, apologize, and move on. They never did because that's what the left does. They don't apologize. They're, oh, that one didn't stick. We'll try something else um, uh, next time. It's uh, Thomas Stevenson from BYU. Uh, I always mm-hmm. assume that BYU is a very, very conservative school. Is it or is it not? So
1: compared to all the other schools, I would say that they're more radically left- uh, I would say BYU, it depends on where you go in your major, if you're in the communications or if you're in humanities or if you're in sociology, those types of majors, then it is very liberal left. But engineering, mathematics, things are pretty, are they haven't been corrupted yet by left-wing politics and right. those types of well,
0: well, that, well, that's good. Now, uh, I asked you before we started today, Mike Lee's been mm-hmm. on this program several times. I think he's a really nice guy. I think he's a very mm-hmm. funny guy, and he's a textualist. He loves the Constitution, and he believes in the mm-hmm. Constitution. I would assume that he would have no problem winning re-election, although it's a very tight race. And then I remembered, oh, you guys also elected Mitt Romney, who is mealy-mouthed and, and, and a left-leaning moderate Republican at best. So why mm-hmm. is Mike Lee running into trouble here? What's going on?
1: Yeah. There's been a few things, and I think that has to do with things people like Mitt Romney, as well as uh, the governor Spencer Cox. Uh, they're, I think Michael Knowles called uh, some conservatives squishy on different things. Yes. Uh, and that it appeals to some in Utah because the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints is really large, and people believe that because they are more moderate, or so they're not as harsh with certain things that they say in politics, that that makes them more in line with gospel teachings or more like Christ are compassionate or
0: compassionate. Well, well, we talked about this before we started. Christ was not a moderate. He was the guy who said, this is the what well, my God says do. My father says do this. And then he, uh, of course, we believe in the triune God as a Christian. But um, mm-hmm. he, he was never wishy-washy. He was never a gray area. It was, this is right, yeah. this is wrong. So why is there a different interpretation? Is it because I don't know much about the Church of Latter-day Saints? Maybe they, mm-hmm. they see Christ as a moderate Democrat? I don't think so. But is that, um, is no. that what
1: it is? No, I don't think it's that. I think it, there's a, there's a section of the church that wants to be more compassionate towards the left wing side of politics and I think that's where it comes from and I mean I haven't done any polling or research on it specifically with surveys but I think I don't know, what I would what I would think is that that's really what is happening with the with you general okay. is is Lee going to be okay do you think I think he's going to be good uh Republicans conservatives are usually underrepresented in polls anyways he's last time I checked up by about 5 okay number four on average with real clear politics. Uh, so I think he's going to be fine.
0: It is uh, Thomas Stevenson. He's coming to us from Brigham Young University, BYU in, uh, in Utah. Uh, let me just ask you this. Do you have any social media you want to put out there before we get into the stories?
1: Uh, yeah. So our page, we have an Instagram page. It's called Conservatives at BYU. Uh, and then we also have a newspaper that we have online called the Cougar Chronicle. That's the one that published the BYU and Duke story. And we have a Twitter account associated with that newspaper called the Cougar Chronicle.
0: Okay, hopefully people will go and follow you at all those places. Some craziness going on on campus. Here's the first Mm -hmm. one. Socialist students warn against tonight's Matt Walsh appearance because Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire dares say men are men and women are women and that's it. Socialists are are warning. A, what's the warning and B, where's this happening?
1: Yeah, so this is over at uh, University of Wisconsin at Madison. Uh, Basically, the Young Democratic Socialists of America chapter. Uh, I know they've been featuring a few other campus reform stories. They tweeted out that hate has no place in our campus, that Matt Walsh was a right-wing extremist, that he was a fascist also, which doesn't really describe him whatsoever. At this point, it's just become a pattern for him at these different events that he
0: holds. Well, I'm wondering, when a group like that makes a, a threat, do they not realize that they're the ones being fascist? I mean, they're not that dumb, are they?
1: I mean, when you're... I don't think they could be, but <laughs> <laughs> just the other like just the other day, this is happening at places like the University of Houston, too. Everywhere he's gone, you get dozens of protesters that gather there, and they say that it's like violence, and there are reports of violence from the protesters. And I think even one of our correspondents, they were in the group chat the other day. He talked about reporting at the University of Madison in Wisconsin, and there were people that actually assaulted him, too. So it gets violent really quickly at these.
0: When people say things like, um, we don't want Matt Walsh to speak because of hate, do they ever say what it is that he said that was hateful?
1: Uh, no, I never bring up any examples. Um, I doubt any of them have actually watched the movie. Uh, I've seen it myself like four times actually, but you hear all these protesters, uh, the protests that happen at universities, and they want to silence conservative voices. But when you go to the event itself, it's actually just a normal event, and you'll have a line, a Q&A afterwards, and then him, I know Ben Shapiro does this too, they'll bring people up afterwards saying, everyone who disagrees, come to the front, and then have an open debate about it. So it's far from anything related to fascism or violence. And,
0: and by the way, very few actually take him up on that. They'd rather stay outside and yell and scream and, and try to uh, stop people from going inside and he's hateful and he's, he's a fascist because that, <laughs> they know they don't have any chance whatsoever. It's like what I do on my show. I'm on a mm-hmm. bunch of stations, millions of, peop- uh, millions of people listening, and my, my uh, charge to them was always, if you don't think I'm telling the truth, if you can argue and make well, me, uh, and, and convince me, please call in. And I tell my, my call screen, my daughter. Sam uh, Sam, put him to the front and they never ever call in because they don't really have an argument they'd rather just stay in their bubble and, and that's what they're doing here it is uh, Thomas Stevenson from uh, from BYU also from campusreform.org student op-ed si- uh, calls silent li- pro-life protest I'm sorry I gotta start over student op-ed calls silent pro-life demonstration violent I even threw the word protest in because want to hear violent it's gotta be it's gotta be a protest this, this, they're not saying anything and they're somehow being violent
1: yeah there was a total of I looked it up there's four protesters standing on a street corner and it's a they're standing in a it was a day in silent solidarity for lives lost due to abortion they held signs like a third of my generation is missing uh that we mourn for the 43 million right and so it's anything except violent they didn't even speak and it's part to. They were basically just participating in a day of solidarity.
0: In this day and age, though, with this generation, and you're you're a wise one from this generation. In this day and age, can people really walk away from that believing that it's violent?
1: I mean, there were. I have to admit, I read like I read some of the op-ed and some of the quote that I I, I thought it was satire, or I could have been satire. At first, because <laughs> I got assigned uh, the campus reform article, but I laughed at this part. It was, these system, it was talking about pro-life positions, that these systems have been upheld by white supremacy, the patriarchal values that we established in this country when the first white settlers arrived. So it's the usual buzzwords, just straw manning the pro-life position as something that's racist, that's patriarchal, sexist, um, when they don't even address the issues at hand.
0: So the non-racist part is killing 40% black babies. The racist exactly. part is trying to save them. Yeah. Okay. I know. Oh yeah. You know. I, 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 <laughs> thank God I'm not your age. I'm, I'm in college now. My my head would explode. I'm I'm very proud of you for not having your head explode. It's uh, Thomas Stevenson from Campus Reform. Uh, Two Spirit mm-hmm. celebration replaces Columbus Day at UVA. I, I'm kind of an old dumb guy. W- what is Two Spirit? What is that?
1: Oh, so apparently. So the reason why it's replacing Columbus Day is because those who are Two Spirited historically, I guess, identify as Indigenous, but they also identify as neither male nor female, but both. Oh, okay. You can't really do that, but
0: yeah. so so two spirit is you're male, you're female, and you're somehow ancestrally so called indigenous. Although mm-hmm. when we check the DNA of the indigenous people, they were Asian and European. But but that doesn't matter. What matters is Columbus bad. So when you have a two spirit celebration, what does that look like?
1: Uh I know they showed a documentary. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it would look like. <laughs> Watching a documentary uh, is a that's a celebration? Really? Um uh, yeah, it was put on by the what was it called? The Multicultural Student Uh Association, I think, over at the college. And they showed this documentary, they had this celebration without acknowledging Columbus. And <clears throat> if I were in that situation, like I just wouldn't or sorry. <laughs> I think Columbus is worth celebrating. Yeah. But like when you're when you're talking about this different these different things with being Two Spirit or whatever, are you going to be the same person that would risk your life to go save a nation? Like that's essentially what you're doing when you're taking out Columbus versus I'm going to celebrate myself being neither male nor female, which is a subjective thought.
0: Yeah, I mean it's all very dumb. I mean even your question wouldn't make any sense to them because uh, their answer probably would be, "Well, hey, I'm Two Spirit hater." Um, yeah, and they would call you some sort of a faux or an ist or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't yep. make sense. It just, it seems to me that in, in your generation, and I've got five kids that are in your generation, um, in, in your generation, and thank God it's not you and it's not my children, there are so many people who are so self-important. Um, you must celebrate my gayness. You must celebrate that I think I'm a, a, the opposite gender. You must celebrate my ancestry. You must celebrate my bipocness. Um, it is so weird to me. It just seems like a... A generation of narcissists i mean, am I off here
1: i don't think so and i will bring up the point it's it's basically the theme of it's my truth versus my opinion versus the truth and that's something that's a <clears throat> that's something that's upheld by so many people in the generation, like you were saying, where they're just self righteous about their own innate or i wouldn't say innate because the whole female male thing being at the at the same time wouldn't be an age, no. but being proud of your skin color, whether you're white or black, or being proud that you're gay, or just tying yourself wholly to this specific thing about yourself that's only. Only specific to you is just very self-centered. And you need me to celebrate it,
0: tolerate it, accept it, or else I'm a something. I'm gonna call exactly. me a name. Uh it is uh is Thomas Stevenson. One one more story, Thomas. The sorority, uh, this sorority accepted its first man into its ranks. Thank God, right? Where's this?
1: Yeah. So this come this brings back to your point of you have to accept it for what I'm thinking. Like it's it's my truth and also you have to accept it. So basically this biological male, transgender woman has become the first one to actually be in an all-female sorority. And this is over at University of Wyoming. Uh, I think the sorority is called Kappa Gamma. And now they have to allow him to be in their quarters while also having a gender-neutral bathroom in the house. Come on,
0: man. So you need a gender-neutral bathroom in a gender-specific sorority? hmm Exactly. Uh, it, it, no, let me just ask you this last question, and it's uh, Thomas Stevenson. Make yeah. sure you go and check him out on campusreform.org. Um Aren't the women of your generation tired of this? They are literally having their gender-specific experience taken away from them by any guy that feels like saying it. And it's very rare that a female is trying to act as a male. It's generally speaking, I would say the majority of times, it's a male um, taking on female in, uh, females in sports, trying to be in a female uh, fraternity or sorority, I should say. Um, it, it, aren't the women tired of this? I mean, it was kind of a thing. It was a ah, fluke, not a big deal for a while. But now it's like running ramp. It's an epidemic now.
1: Aren't they tired of it?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I would be, I'm i tired of it. <laughs> I, I'm not sure on the stats. I think there are more women who are transitioning to men, but you don't see, those, don't see them as much in sports. I know I saw just... Just a few days ago, there was a volleyball player who was transgender and spiked the ball into a girl's face at 70 miles per hour, and now she has brain damage from it. And so there's that. There's a few other examples, but if I was a woman, I would be tired of it. I have two sisters, and personally, for me, I'm tired of it for them, too.
0: Yeah, all five of my children are daughters, so um, Mm -hmm. I'm tired of it as well. And at some point, I saw that video of that volleyball. What a a horrible thing. She laid there for two or three minutes like not moving, and and, uh, this is some, just close your eyes and accept it, because Bob says he's Roberta, and if you don't allow that, then you're something-a-phobe, or you're something-ist, and at some point, we've got to put our foot down and say, hey, this is just biologically and physically unfair. Uh, Thomas, keep up the great work. I appreciate your reporting out of uh, BYU for campus reform, and and thank you for going to the Mike Lee stuff that you didn't expect. Great job today. Yeah, thanks, Joe. All right, man, we're back after this. Stay right here. Right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pagg Show. We appreciate another young reporter. Do me a favor and stop by campusreform.org every day like I do and check out these incredible stories that they uncover and reveal and report on and do real journalism on, uh, on campuses, university and college campuses across the nation. Many of them taxpayer funded and you will be stunned by what's happening on campus. All right, do me a favor. Stop by uh, Rumble. All of my interviews are there. Check out the interview, the full interview with um, with Sheriff Grady Judd from yesterday from Polk County, Florida. Amazing guy who says, here's how you stop crime. Don't commit crime. Here's how you, here's how you avoid jail. Don't commit crime. Uh, if somebody breaks into your house, take them out. I mean, if you're that cut and dry, you're that black and white, and no gray area, when it comes to crime, I think we'll probably get back to better crime statistics. And in, in his county alone, they're down. Crime is down by 50%, if you can believe that. Go check out that interview, the interview with Ted Poe about the 15 years he and I have been talking about fixing the border and why not fixed yet. Plus, some quick hits over on YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Pags Radio. Go and check out the shorts there. Yes, I'm on Instagram. Yes, I'm on Twitter. Yes, I'm on Getter. Yes, I'm on Truth. Go and find all those links over at joepags.com. And if you want to send an email to the team, you scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. That'll send an email directly to us. And if they think that it's, uh, it's something I need to see, they'll get it right to me as well. A lot of times we'll, we'll take emails and I'll sort of say, we've got a lot of emails about this. Because a lot of times a lot of people do say the same thing. And I want to make sure that I give you guys the proper credit for listening in and taking the time to, to send me an email. You send me some four-page email, I'm never going to see it. Some big long thing. You want to argue with me over email, that's not going to happen. You can always call the show. Again, joepags.com, one stop shop for everything Joe Pags show, including click on store and buy some merch. Let's do some pop culture. Hi, Paul. What's going on, brother? Talk to me.
1: So, your boy, Kanye West.
0: uh, My my boy, yes. uh, Okay, so there's
1: a few things, actually. Um, I guess last night, at some point, he uh, had shut down his uh, Donda Academy. And then about four hours later, uh, he announced that they were back open.
0: So, I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's a school. I
1: mean, it's it's an actual
0: oh, school. Well, he literally shut the school down because he was mad.
1: No, no. I, I think he, he was going to shut it down for the entire school year. Uh, but then oh, wow. um, it's, it's back open. And on top of that, he's now back on Instagram. Um, and then he was talking about you know basically losing $2 billion with, with everything that's happened. And I guess he's trying to make light of the situation where he was basically saying, Yeah, because you know everybody kept saying that that so-and-so has cut ties with, you know, with Ye and whatever. So he he said Kanye West has cut ties with Ye, and he's like, I had to, bro. So yeah.
0: Nice. There you go. Thanks, Polo. I appreciate you, Sam. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow. Bye. This is
1: the Joe Pegg Show.